Eagles Entertainment. Welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. It's, well, it's early on Friday morning. I'm still at Lincoln Financial Field and the Eagles losing to Tampa Bay 28-22 on Thursday night. Primetime game for the Eagles. Just a weird game on this Sunday night. The Eagles and the Bucks going at it. A lot of Tom Brady, a lot of Tampa Bay offense moving the ball around. It's just a weird feeling because the Eagles, while they only lost by six points and they started strong, they went through a long period in this game, six possessions after a first possession touchdown drive. In the following six possessions, the Eagles had one first down. One, by which time Tampa Bay had run up a 28-7 lead, and then the Eagles scoring two touchdowns, one late in the third quarter, Jalen Hurts' six-yard run, and then Hurts a two-yard run late in the fourth quarter. It started so promisingly, and we're going to get into it in the locker room. We're going to hear from Mike Quick, who talks about this offense, breaks down an offense that once again struggled. Hurts struggling in a big, big way. The Eagles, 213 total net yard. This is against a defense that really had a lot of injuries. No Levante David, no Antoine Winfield. The cornerbacks banged up. Starting cornerback Richard Sherman goes out of the game early with a hamstring injury. Eagles still could only convert three of 10 third downs, could only get 19 first downs, and Hurts just 12 of 26 and 115 passing yards. Eagles were helped by Tampa Bay's seven penalties for 120 lost yards. All right, let's go back to the beginning of this game real quick. Brady takes the Bucks 75 yards for a touchdown. Eagles answer right back. It was a great drive. Seven plays, 75 yards, some penalties in this one. And it ended with a Zach Ertz touchdown from Jalen Hurts. Here's the call from Marilyn Mike. Hurts standing at the 10, takes the handoff, then fakes, looks, fires, complete. Touchdown, Zach Ertz. Very a five-yard touchdown pass. Hurts to Zach Ertz. Hurts to Ertz. Excellent execution on this play. He has a little play fake in the middle, and Zach Ertz lined up in a tight wing, and he just kind of sneaks out into the flat. They get a little rub concept once again. <laughs> this time it wasn't called, and Ertz in for the touchdown. Other than that, it wasn't much to see offensively for the Eagles. And defensively, Eagles battled. Uh, and we're going to get into a couple of key plays here. But Eagles battled just not enough. Let's go into the locker room. Some one-on-one interviews here. First, Avante Maddox talking about the disappointment the defense felt after this game. What did you think of the defensive performance tonight? I mean, they had a lot of, you know, possessions where nothing, nothing resulted from it. You guys really seemed like you battled. What did you think? Uh, I mean, we battled, but it's still not, not good enough. I mean, you know... They had a good amount of pass yards, a good amount of rushing yards. We got to, you know, get off the field a couple, few more times than we did. But, you know, I feel like we did okay, but we could do a little much better, just to, to my understanding. When you looked at that, off, at that offense all week, what did you see? What kind of – they got a lot of weapons. They got, like, they got a lot of ways to kill you. Yeah, they have a lot of weapons for sure. I mean, definitely in the receiver core and in the backfield. And definitely the guy that's holding the ball. So, you know, it was definitely a big challenge going into it, to the game. We seen that he was, you know, he was throwing the ball really well deep. And, you know, they, today they came out and they threw a lot of screens. I mean, like a lot of screens. So, 
you know, just something we got to look at it and fail and see what we can do and correct it from it. Why did they throw a lot of screens? What do you think that they saw? Why did it work for them? Uh, I mean, they seen it working from maybe what we was running, but, you know, a lot of it can be with me um, just getting a little bit tighter on. Uh, recognizing it a little bit faster, but you know they was doing it in the first half. In the second half, we kind of stopped it a little bit more. But you know they was they was getting into this empty empty set and they were screening it most of the time. And we just got to be aware of that. I know you wanted to come out strong, but they came out two touchdown drives. How how much of a setback do you think that was? Uh, I mean, you always want to start fast on offense, defense, special teams, and you know when other team starts fast, you know it gives them a little advantage, you know, because it gives them the momentum, and you know that kind of. You got to try to rally back, and that's a little bit hard because you know Thomas against you. So you know what we try to do is you know try to get off the field, try to get the ball back to our offense as much as possible. So you know we can put points on the board, create turnovers, and things like that. Avante, two and four. Um, you know, in the span of five days here, one win, one loss. You've got a little bye weekend coming up. As you sit back and look at the first six games, what do you think? Uh, I mean, we, we look at the film. I mean, in each and every game, we're kind of like we're hurting ourselves in some areas and we kind of beating ourselves, but we can compete with any team. We, and we see that. We know that everyone in this locker room. And, you know, we got to make sure we keep keep getting into that film room, learning from our mistakes and, you know, moving on to the next week with that same type of, you know, dog mentality to, you know, go out there and compete. Because all these games we're in, and, like, we we, was, we came back into it. And, you know, it's not like we just giving it giving up or anything. What changed after those first two drives? Because the defense certainly had a lot more success after that. Yeah, you just got to get into the rhythm of the game, you know, slow down. You know, when the game is going fast, you know, you just start moving it out and moving around a lot. But once the game gets going, you know, you start they start doing the things that you see on film and knowing the things. So it's like it's nothing. It's like you're watching film again. So, you know, just got to just got to get get back into our groove. And, you know, like I said, we got to start fast. You know, we we finish, we got to finish and start fast. What do you think the identity of this defense is? Uh, the identity of this defense, I mean, we never quit. I mean, you know, no matter what the score is, you know, it, it could be a lot of points. Like like today, it was it was up a good amount of touchdowns, and, you know, we kept battling, battling, battling each each step and, you know, trying to get the play, ball back to our offense. So, you know, we're tough and, you know, we're competitors. Do you walk out of here going, geez, we've just gotten one more stop there at the end and give the offense a ball back, we have a shot to win the game? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, you know, that third down, Epps was in a good right spot. A.B. made a great catch. I mean, there's nothing we can really do about that one right there. And, you know, you always wish you could get that one back. But, you know, it's just now we can just go in there and look and see what we can do better, you know, to be here to stop that. Thanks, Avante. No problem. Thank you. On the offensive side of the ball, a tough one. Again, the Eagles not putting up a lot of big numbers. Hurts struggling, a lot of pressure in his face. Tampa Bay did a good job blitzing him. Quez Watkins, three catches, 44 yards. He talked about an uneven and disappointing offensive performance after the game. Frustrating night for you guys, you think? Like, what do you take out of tonight? It's so close and yet so far away. Um, tonight, man, we just, we can't flatline. We got to keep, you know, keep going and, you know, getting first downs and keep the ball moving and keep the chains moving. And um, tonight we just, you know, we just flatline in, in the second quarter and we just got to keep pushing. After that first possession, you had to be feeling pretty good about the way the offense came out the way you wanted to come out. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, we came in and scored on the first drive and getting everything going. But we got to continue to uh, keep pushing as a team. What were they doing defensively, Quez? Anything that you didn't expect? Um, nothing that we didn't expect. It was just us being more detailed and uh, giving everything 
everything we got. Is it fair to say that young offense, you're going to have nights like this, or do you just not want to accept anything like that? Um, I mean, yeah, we are going to have nights like this, but honestly, it's um, it's something we're trying to, you know, be better at and uh, not have these nights because, you know, they, they suck. Yeah. Did, did the pressure on Jalen really affect kind of what you guys had designed to get down the field and kind of didn't really give him the time to, to, to get the ball down to you? Um, yeah, certain plays, you know, we had uh, everything was on the time, and, and uh, if we couldn't get that time, and then uh, the plays, you know, it's kind of off. But um, with us, we just got to be better. Because what do you what do you think the identity of this offense is after six games? Um, this offense, you know, we can, as you can see, we can be, you know, very explosive, you know, very fast offense, and a very good offense. But we just got to keep, you know, producing all through through all four quarters. Thank you. Safety Marcus Epps was involved in a couple of big plays in this game. Had a chance for an interception. Looked like an interception. Felt like an interception. Would have given Philadelphia possession near midfield in the second quarter. Instead, well, instead, it was ruled no interception. Now, this was still at a point where the Eagles were in the ballgame. It was 14-7. Tom Brady looks for a pass over the middle. Alex Singleton makes a nice play. Epps dives for it. Would have had the ball at the 46-yard line. Initially, the ref saying, yeah, that was an interception. Upon further review, it was not. Here is Epps' perspective of the play. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought I had my hands under the ball. I thought I had control of it. Uh, but the ref saw it differently, overturned it, and you, know, you just got to live with it. And then late in the game, somehow the Eagles were down only 28-22. to 22. There was still some time left on the ball. Tampa Bay gets the ball with 5 minutes, 54 seconds remaining in the game. And there they are. A third and seven from the Eagles' 45-yard line. Three minutes, 24 seconds left. Brady drops, and he looks for Antonio Brown. Draped in coverage by Epps, but somehow the ball got through. Brown made the catch, a 27-yard gain to the 18, and that was it. Eagles watching Tampa Bay in victory formation after that one. Epps said, well, he tried to rake the ball out, do what he could. It just wasn't enough. Felt that, you know, I could feel once he started, you know, pulling up, I could feel that Brady was scrambling. Um, kind of felt like I was underneath, so thought Brady was going to be uh, throwing the ball over the top, so I tried to run, get into his pocket again. But, you know, Brady threw a line drive. I wasn't able to get it out. Um, you know, just got to be better, got to play the hands better, get that ball out next time. Nick Sirianni, after the game, disappointed. This short week, Eagles were prepared. They had good emotion, but it just wasn't enough. Here is what Sirianni had to say to the media after the game, one that dropped the Eagles to now two and four. Yeah, you can't have self-inflicted wounds. You can't have negative plays. Anytime you look at anything with an offense of what, you know, what we're always looking at, did we, there's some things that, that really stall drives. It's sacks, it's negative plays, which is obviously sacks. It's penalties, right? It's drop passes, um, which we had a couple of those tonight. Um, 
And it, it's, yeah, I said sacks already. So, I mean, so it's those things, those negative plays that put you behind the sticks, like, and put you in second and 10 or put you in third and eight or third and nine. It's those, it's those things most particularly of the negative plays that put you, put you behind it. And so, um, you know, those are, those are the things we definitely have to clean up. Those are, again, starts with us putting them in the right position so you don't get into those things but uh those are the negative things that we talk about when we when we uh, evaluate our tape and that's something that we go over with our offense every week of hey what was our percentage on the p- total amount of plays with the negative plays in there and we wanted over we wanted over 85 percent that's our formula usually when you're over 85 percent you played pretty good last week we were around 80 percent so we know that wasn't good enough i'm assuming this week's going to be similar um but that's what stalls drives out and that's what we gotta that's what we have to do a better job of definitely you want to be able to take things off the quarterback at times too and and again sometimes it's Sometimes it is with an RPO. Sometimes with a, with a, a called run. Sometimes it's with a boot or a naked. Sometimes it's with a screen. Uh, those are kind of what we think as breather plays for the quarterback that he doesn't ha- have to do much except just execute that that ability of that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we want to get all our playmakers of the football. Miles is a playmaker. He showed that today, and, and he's no exception. All right, thanks, all right, thanks everybody. Yeah, you know, again, again, it always starts with if us putting the guys in position to make plays. Um, and so it starts with us as coaches first to put them in the right position, go to the right player uh, with the football um, to try to get our guys going. Um, so it always starts with that. But then, and then you, you always look at the execution too, right? It's just, it's the execution and it's, and it's us putting them in the right position. So there was, there was definitely some missed opportunities there in the past game. Uh, but it felt like there wasn't enough missed opportunity. There's more that, hey, we just got to do a better job of getting these guys in position to make plays against the defenses. And for Hurts, more frustrations. He ran for two touchdowns. He threw for one. But the Eagles on the short end of the stick. And Hurts once again talking about the growth for this Eagles offense. You could. I don't want to make excuses for anything. Um, I, know I, I know I hold myself to a high standard of play. And I'm trying to go out there and play at a high level um, for, for the guys around me. Um, we all we all do that. We all have that mentality, um, and going out there and, and, and trying to play together, and have each other's backs. You know, and you look at you know this game and this past game we played in. We started off slow. Um, I mean, this whole year, you know, we, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot, um, and, and we know and we believe, and I I, I unwaver, I have unwavering faith in the guys on this football team and everybody in this building that we have everything we need here. I, I, don't, I see it as I ain't doing enough. No, I'm not doing enough right now to win. I'm not doing enough to start fast. Um, and we all know it's a team sport. Um, it takes a collective group. It takes all 11. Um, but that one and that 11 is me and it starts with me. Um, and, and I will be better. Executed on first down. Now, that's where it, that's where it kind of starts. You, know, you put yourself behind the sticks um, early in the game. You know you're having all these three and outs. Um, that doesn't that doesn't suit you too well. Um, and you just have to be efficient early. Um, you know get to get to second and four, get to second and six. Um, get in those situations where you have options of what you want to do. Um, when the plays need to be made, make them. Um, when the throws need to be made, throw. You know make the throw. Um, and, I mean, I hold a lot of responsibility in everything that's going on here. Um, everything with the offense, 
Um, it starts with me, and, and I'll never shy away from that. Um, I embrace that, and um, I'm excited to have an opportunity to, to, to shake back and, and, and have another week at it. All right, let's get into it with Eagles Hall of Famer. On a night when John Runyon and Trey Thomas get put into the Hall of Fame, really great emotional moments at halftime. The class of 2021 Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame. Quick six from the radio booth talking about the Eagles, this loss, and what he thinks of the offense through six games. Play the Mike Quick interview. Mike, uh, a frustrating game here uh, at Lincoln Financial Field. And I guess I'd really like to focus on the offense because I think a lot of people are saying, what are the Eagles trying to accomplish with this offense through six games? Do you have a sense of what Nick is trying to do, what the offensive identity is going to be or, or is trying to create? No idea. And I think uh, tonight probably leaves me more puzzled than I was even coming into tonight. I didn't think they ever had any real rhythm to the offense. Um, and usually you play one play off of something. Like you have one thing going and it builds into the next play. And I don't see any of that. And I just, I wonder what this offense is. So let's talk about Jalen Hurts. Um, You know, a lot of pressure in this game. What did you see Tampa Bay doing to the Eagles and the way that they attacked Jalen and really didn't let him get comfortable at all in the pocket or find a lot of running room outside the pocket except for a couple of plays? Well, it's a fast defense. So when he did get out of the pocket, most times they were able to limit what he was able to do outside the pocket. But I just thought that they were really good on the back end, covering up the receivers. Um, And there are a couple of times when receivers were open that he certainly missed on a couple. Um, And then there, I saw a couple of times when there were opportunities to make plays, but he didn't, he wasn't able to see the play because of all of the traffic in front of him and the breaking down, the collapsing of the pocket. And then, Mike, I also have to ask you, is he still under-throwing the deep ball? Um, he's un- he underthrew it, and he overthrew it. There's some inconsistency with his passing, for sure. I mean, so, so, I mean, when you step back and evaluate Jalen after six games, what are you seeing? Well, I think it's an offense that really um, – He's not comfortable in. I don't see the the rhyme, the rhythm to this offense. As I said, usually when you see an offense that really works, there are plays that work off of one another. In the run game, you have run plays that you like, and, and because of that run, you're going to have successful passes that come off of those runs. Uh, in the screen game that they like to run, they're not having any success with it, but the screens should be work. They should work off of something else. There should be other plays that you have in the run game or some misdirection that because those plays work, or at least because you run those plays, it leads you to the next play in the progression where you're going to have success with the next play. But I don't see that in this offense, quite honestly. So is there something you can point to that you say, hey, the Eagles can hang their hat on this. This is the bread and butter of this offense. This is their go-to as they kind of develop this thing out. Is there, is there a bread and butter developed yet? 
There is not. And I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. There is no real bread and butter. You don't have an offense where you know that you can run this play and we're going to get three yards even. We know that we're good at this play and we're going to, that's going to set us up to do something else. All NFL teams, all NFL offenses have such a thing, but I just don't see that in this offense. And Mike, uh, one more here. I, I guess I'm a little bit dismayed that, I mean, Tampa Bay is down to like their bare bones minimum cornerbacks and the Eagles receivers couldn't get open against them. That's, that's troubling to me. So I think they can get open. I just don't, I don't think the way they're going about getting open is going to work. I think the, this league is too smart. There are too many bright defensive coordinators that know how to take away the concept routes that the Eagles run. And it's all concepts. And, uh, though they can get open and they're going to get open against some teams against the really smart defensive coordinators, a lot of the things that they like to do, they're going to be able to take them away. Uh, and how does that make you, you, you've obviously been a great player. Um, you know, what's the next step? What does Nick need to do to get a little bit more flow, a little bit more rhythm with this offense? That's a very good question. And I, I just think that when you've got teams that are going to play you man coverage, pick out a guy. If you like Devontae versus the other guy, the corner that he's faced with, or if you like Quez versus the corner that he's faced with, work that matchup. Just simply work the matchup. Allow the guy to just run basic routes against him and get the ball to him. I think you get back to that's as simple as it, as, as it gets. And even if you have to max protect sometime, because you do have talented receivers, and I do think that they can get open, and you don't have to just run pick routes and rub routes to get these guys open. I think they can win man-to-man against, against defenders in this league. But you have to give them the opportunity to do that. You know, Mike, it's weird. I got, I'm sitting here, I'm going, I can't even really characterize this game because I felt like, the Eagles were never in it, but they were in it. And I, I don't like, I'm not even sure what happened tonight other than. So the Patriots I think and, that, yeah. so I think that the Bucks knew that they were way better. And I don't think the Bucks really put their foot on the pedal against this team. I think you've got a guy in Bruce Aarons who's a, who has a lot of local ties and, you know, I don't think he really wanted to run the score up. Just look at the offense, the way they, especially in the second half, they ran the ball and that's, they spent most of their time running the football in the second half. And that's not what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady throws the football, but if you look at the numbers, he threw it a lot, but watching the second half, it was, it was dominated by the run game. I don't think they wanted to run it. I think they could have scored more points if they had chosen to really be aggressive offensively and attack the defense of the Eagles. Well, I, I don't, I don't like to hear that. That's, that's not good. That's not good. If, no. if teams feel like they can just win and, and, and play conservative football against the Eagles, that, that is not a good, that is not a good sign. I, I'm not saying that any team can do that, but I think this team could do that. I just think this team is, is that talented you know, Mike Evans never really got involved in the offense that much. Um, Antonio Brown, I don't know what his numbers were, but, you know, they weren't big factors 
Antonio Brown probably more than the other two than than Godwin and, and Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans only had a couple of catches, and uh, Antonio Brown had 13 targets, nine catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown. But yeah, I just felt like Tom Brady and, and Tampa Bay's offense they could kind of just do what they wanted for the most part, and especially in the last drive. I felt like you know all the Eagles needed was one stop, but I just never felt that Brady was ever really you know feeling stressed well, the, about that and the way they were able to run the football you know Leonard Fournette he's such a power runner and he ran the ball so well between the tackles he even bounced it outside one time and showed his speed on the perimeter and with him being able to effectively run the ball against them uh, Tom Brady had no problem with passing the ball and he I think he really if you look at where the targets were it was all between the numbers, between the hash, against the linebackers. There's a lot of play against the linebackers using the tight ends and using the running backs to catch passes. Farnett caught, I don't know how many, but he caught a lot of balls tonight in that game um, because they knew that just in the short passing game, they could take advantage of the tight ends and the running backs against the linebackers in this defense. Yeah. Fournette had uh, six catches, 46 yards, 23 carries, 81 yards. Yeah. Tampa Bay kind of just, it, I felt like, I felt like Tampa Bay was the cat and the Eagles were the mouse and Tampa Bay was just kind of playing with the mouse. Well, I sense? just, I do uh, similar. I felt like they, they were comfortable in doing whatever they wanted to do against that defense. I don't think they ever felt like this is a game that, that we could possibly lose. Even in the fourth quarter when the Eagles were able to make it a one-score game, I think they were still very comfortable that they could bring the ball down the field and run the time off the clock, and that's exactly what they did. That'll do it for this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles get a well-deserved weekend off, and then they get ready for a road trip to Las Vegas against the Raiders a week from Sunday. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me on this Eagles Insider podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I want to thank Peter Kelly. I want to thank Ray Doyle for all their work. Julie McLaughlin, great stuff. All of you, terrific job. I want to thank all of you for joining us each and every episode. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, everyone. Fly, Eagles, fly, and go birds. Long way to go in this 17-game season. E-A-G-L-E-S.